The Positive Impact Podcast is proudly sponsored by The Art of Change, Skills for Life. Change is inevitable. Progress is not. You make the difference. To learn more, visit artofchange.com. Sorry, there's a little wheeze in my laugh there. Um, you got the Rona? The, you know what? To be honest, I might. Oh, really? That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's totally possible that I do. Because when we were in... Because you were in New York. We were in New York. And, you were in the epicenter. And two of the people that we met when we were there and had conversations with. One of them has a presumptive case and one of them is tested positive. And we don't know if they were You exposed. didn't shake anybody's hand or hug anybody or do any of that shit, right? No, we didn't. We we, Good. we still were observing, like keeping distance and whatever. I'm trying to figure out how one we sympathizes did. with people with a six foot distance. <laughs> uh, yeah, On I a mean, stage. I can just see it now. Y'all would all be in bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to the Positive Impact Podcast. My name is Aiden. I'm a public speaker, a business consultant, a corporate trainer, and a professional improviser. And I'm Marjorie. And we've been friends for 14 years. This podcast is an experiment. Where we talk about me trying every diet program under the sun and the moon and who knows where else. Speaking of cats, there goes one now. Anyway, um, hello and welcome to this very special uh, apocalypse episode edition, yeah, of the Positive Thin Packed podcast. Today, Marjorie and I are talking about how this whole social distancing or physical distancing with online socializing, depending on how you play it, how that affects. This podcast, dieting, health, that's our topic when we're sticking to it. And so, the short answer is, golly, I don't know because mentally I am in such a weird headspace right now. Well, you're the only one in this country who's in a weird headspace. <laughs> I'm kidding. Literally all of us are in a weird headspace. It, it's funny though, because I've even noticed online, it's bringing out like, all the food issues like right to the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, I have gone past my golly, I want sweets and I want fast food because it's super convenient to mm -hmm. everything's curbside. So I bought three pounds of cheese and four loaves of bread. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I guess I is drive-through fast food open right now? I don't even know. 
It is. It's just not. In other words, a lot of times I don't want to get out of my car and like. I'm halfway to being agoraphobic, like on a good day. So if I don't have to be around people, I'll usually opt for not. And uh, especially, I mean, fast food is terribly convenient because there's times that I even just get sick of eating it. And yet I don't have any food at home and I don't feel like fixing anything if I do. And, you know, in five minutes I can get food. But right now in five minutes, I can get food from just about any restaurant. And, um, but what I did is the, the local cheese shop, I got three pounds of fancy cheese and then, and then there's a local bakery that I got, uh, is it a, is it a bull? (laughs) Is it, you know, the big round bread? (laughs) I got a sourdough yeah. and a wheat, you know, mm, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, got a I sourdough, a wheat, and then two baguettes, and they gave me a free sourdough, which I gave to somebody else. And mm. and I've also been drinking all the drinks because they bring those to your car too. <laughs> Although I'm not drinking and driving, I am waiting till I get home to actually drink the drinks. Well, that's good. We're not at that level of apocalypse yet. No. Although. I don't see any cops like pulling people over for speeding. So traffic's moving along in a nice clip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so as of this recording, um, in, in Texas, are y'all being asked to voluntarily shelter in place or is there a shelter in place ordinance? Um, I don't know. It's kind of six of one. I don't, I don't really understand what's going on. Um, I will say I work for an environmental services company Mm -hmm. and um, the trash still has to get picked up. And in all of these posts that I see flying around Facebook about, you know, thank your grocers and thank the teachers and thank all these people. Not once have I seen, and oh yeah, the trash is still getting picked up. Thank those people too, because they're out there doing it. And yet they are, and they're picking up your dirty Kleenexes. So, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's um, a great point. That's so a really thank your, thank your garbage person, too. Um, thank you, garbage people. That Well, it sounds weird when you say garbage people, because, you know, we always talk about human beings being trash buyers when we disagree with their yeah. uh, opinions. But we literally mean garbage personnel. We mean people that go pick up trash and uh either commercially or residentially and there are people that get paid to do that job and you know i i have to say honestly this world would sit at a standstill if we had to wade through our trash all the time (laughs) it's really true um, it is it is i mean we're still at the level that we're taking that for granted um i've noticed but, um, and I notice these things because I work for an environmental services company, but, um, anyway, and we also provide a lot of the hand sanitizing and the hand washing stations that let me tell you, everybody and their dog is requesting now. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and additionally, uh, we're a, a famous contractor that helps with disaster recovery, um, mm-hmm. which started during hurricane Harvey, but, um, 
you know, we're, we're helping, we're certainly on the front lines of all of this and we're not going to be shut down. So while everybody else has the luxury of working from home, um, we're kind of business as usual. And if anything, we're getting busy through this. Um, my particular job doesn't necessarily need to be done, but mm -hmm. I, I think that's what's adding to my headspace is I've really not been communicated plans to let me work from home. And I'm not an essential person. I'm, I don't pick up your trash. I, right. I help calculate things and I can calculate things from anywhere. So um, anyway, so it's just kind of been like, wow, you know, am I going to get this just because I work for a company that's essential services when maybe I'm not essential mm. um, or, you know, and how does that work? Um, do you get FMLA if you're quarantined and you can't get to work from this? Do you, do you get short-term disability? Like how's all that working? I don't, I don't, I don't no either. Idea. I think that's kind of the point is nobody really knows, but here's right. what seems to be happening based on my experience, looking at my friend's lives via social media, which used to be called stalking. If you knew what people's <laughs> lives what was happening in people's lives without talking to them, but now, now it's just checking in. <laughs> it's just like normal. It's like reading the new newspaper. But, so, <laughs> but what I gather is that people are having, um, one of two response it seems really binary there's like one of two extreme responses pe people are going through when it comes to health and food and fitness um option one is people are like there's no point to anything anymore i'm just gonna collapse on my sofa and binge watch television and eat all the foods and drinks all the drinks and the other extreme reaction is um, people are like, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. I must keep the fitness routine. I have a friend who has like, she has a, um, uh, an, she has an immune disorder. She has lupus. I should just say that she has lupus. And um, she's been like, she just did 15 burpees. You know, like she's just totally, hitting that exercise hardcore um and another friend who has been going for six mile runs and talking about the healthy food opportunity and what a great reminder that we can all do more with less and like all this stuff and i am finding myself actually kind of in the just straddling the middle i'm not i'm going for little walks <laughs> and eating normally I have eaten so all, I guess the, bread and all the cheese and I got actually intoxicated last night. I mean, from the comfort of my own home, but still, which is not something I usually do because that was always kind of taboo to me yeah. to drink alone. And do you worry about that? Um, less the older I get because drinking is just not my jam. Yeah. Um, you know, I worry. I worry about abusing food more. Um, mm. Drinking is just not my thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's a history of alcoholism in my family. And, and that was something that, uh, that my dad did. 
and mm -hmm. um, is, you know, he tended to want to drink alone when yeah. he was, when he was, you know, being self-destructive and whatever. And um, he drank to be normal and stuff. Um, so no, uh, it, it's just, it's not for me. Um, the other thing that it does for me is, I like now, I think you had asked me if I was hungover. <laughs> yeah, I did. And, I texted you. I was like, are we recording today? Are you hungover? Because <laughs> last uh, night when you were drunk, when you were drunky drunk and we talked on the phone, you I was drunk hilarious. dialing like everybody. And you I was texting hilarious. everybody like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just not like, you know, on the rare occasion I do drink, it's like I drink too. It's not right it's just not my jam but even drinking a little bit and last night i did not drink a little bit um i tend to get bloated from it and yeah. i retain just tons of water and so you know like it's gonna take me about a week to feel good again to feel normal yeah. i mean and I was it's talking not about worth that. it this is why i never do it <laughs> i was talking about that with a another middle-aged friend recently um about how like it's not only can we not drink as much without exhibiting drunken behavior but the oh, recovery no, a lot. <laughs> the recovery time is much longer like yeah to just feel normal and energetic like i i'm not drinking enough to give myself headaches um, yeah, because I hit that stopping point so much faster at this age, but then it doesn't even matter that I don't have the headache, my, the fatigue, and I also get bloated now. And sometimes drinking will give me a running nose. Um, though I did have a, a glass of wine, two glasses of wine last night and did not. For whatever I do you remember you were like, get off the phone. Matter. I want my wine. <laughs> I was really whining about it. <laughs> it was a wine, it was a wine wine. Anyway. <laughs> but, but I don't, and so I don't, this is really, I don't know about like our experiment here. I don't know if I want to suspend it. I don't know if I want to, uh, you know, I don't know. I really yeah. wish that we could hear from our listeners, like what they think. Does anybody find comfort in the fact that there is some other person that you know has these issues maybe people you know yeah want to hear a voice that i, I don't know i don't I have know no or, idea or am i coming across like the biggest freaking whiner in the world um <laughs> i don't know maybe it doesn't seem yeah. like it i mean i live with a child so i feel like i hear whininess <laughs> more frequently from her and she's I think <laughs> average so in terms of being biggest whiner in the world pro <laughs> probably not but one of the things that we observed when we first started this project is that typically podcasts focus on success it's like a finished product here's how you yeah so do this thing so the whole goal here was to be different and well, it was, it was to show how ugly this process is and it's ugly. Yeah. And I think and we've held true to that, but the, but yeah, I think it's a good question to be asking in terms of like, do you know, not only will, will humans survive COVID-19, but also 
is this diet plan going to survive COVID-19? And if so, for what purpose? It's like the social pressure of just going out into the world starts to dissipate the more we take things online and the less we interact with each other in the real world. At least that's my perception. Yeah, and I think that was kind of my whole start to this is to want to interact because I had already like I say I'm halfway to agoraphobia like on a good day I've actually battled with bouts of agoraphobia in my life where I am afraid to leave my apartment yeah and um and so <laughs> now the government has told you you should not leave your apartment you should definitely be afraid of other people yeah and I'm just like <laughs> done and done except I still have to go to work <laughs> Right. Because I still have to pay my bills. Right. Because um, I'm not exempt from that. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I mean, as I of this recording, you're not exempt from that. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen if they continue down this particular plan? Well, I, the city, so the city of Austin has said that you can't evict anybody or turn off their power. I'm not in the city of Austin. I'm about a block outside of it. Right. So, so I don't know how that all affects me. Um, you know, I, I don't know at all. I know that as my apartment office was closing down and saying, you know, we're out so we can socially distance, pay your rent online. <laughs> that was the message. You don't yeah. need us to pay your rent. <laughs> so. <laughs> and for now, you still have a job. So for now, you can yeah and then i've known so many people that don't and so the fact that i'm nervous about you know what feels like needless exposure because i could theoretically do my job from anywhere but i'm still having to go in um it it feels like a win not an if that i'm gonna get it um yeah. i'm pretty sure hypothyroidism is considered an autoimmune disorder as is arthritis um, and I have high blood pressure and I'm a million pounds. So <laughs> I've heard that it's, it's a little, <laughs> but I've heard it's hitting the obese, you know, pretty hard, pretty hard. And so there's a lot of additional physical pressure on your lungs if you're in a bed. Right, exactly. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of frightening for me. Um, I've seen, you know, there's joking through because this is how we process stuff. Yeah. And then there's just like willful ignorance. And I feel like I've seen both of those, but I feel like I've seen too much willful ignorance lately. Um, you know, it's like, what part of stay home is too hard to, <laughs> to deal with? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So I feel like on the one hand, I'm so blessed to have a job. and you know, when I, there are people in my family that aren't that lucky that, you know, have literally been furloughed or, you know, um, well, you know, you know, in this conversation, we're peeling back the onion. We're letting the fear show up and we're being really honest about how this is affecting you. Yeah. But yeah. I wonder if this podcast were to survive COVID-19, um, <laughs> <laughs> like podcast watch 2020 <laughs> right 
I mean, well, positive thin pack survive. <laughs> 19 peoples will stay tuned. Find out. Uh, but I wonder, like, some of the automatic joy that came with just trying this venture in season one, you know, that automatic joy, like any diet plan, I can't help but observe that, like, the automatic, fun, interesting, exciting part of it dissipated. And then it's like, you have to be disciplined and re-engage and re-engage. Mm -hmm. And now any joy is like, out of almost anything has been sucked away. And, and that void has been filled with what ifs from a fearful place. That's what it seems like. And so, yeah. and so here's my theory. My theory is that if we were to, if we were to survive, it would have to be one of those things where like, we pretend that this apocalypse isn't happening. Right? Like, I can't think the of another world as we know it and I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, like to just slip into denial about that and just focus on like inner love and eating healthfully and <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, I have this thought that if we were to literally put out like, you know, this week we're reading a book about this dumb diet and this week we tried that dumb diet and here's how dumb it was. And now here's another week. We're going to talk about a new dumb diet. If we just did that. Well, and that's, that was my original like thought. I mean, that was my whole concept from the beginning. Yeah. Is, you know, but, but with the thought that, you know, these dumb diets don't work just because, um, right. Because, you know, it's, it's hard to, I don't want to say it's kind of like, it's almost like, you know, how you can move somewhere, but, you know, when you're trying to escape, like, things, and then you get there, and you realize, you know, like, you can change cities, and change jobs, and all this stuff, and yet, you can't really escape yourself, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and so, then you get to the new city, and you're just like, oh, wait, I'm still me, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of, to me, what dieting is, is it's like, yeah, I can try to change the food plan or whatever, but I still am just a disordered eater. I mean, yeah. and no matter what, you can dress it up however you want, <laughs> but it's still disordered thinking about food. Yeah. And I think that's the piece that is just so elusive to me is, um, how do I think about this? Okay. Yeah. And I don't know right now, like, I don't even know if it's worth it. Um, I don't know either. I mean, on the one hand, you know, if I do end up having to go in the hospital it would make it so much easier for me if I lost weight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I mean, that is true. one way to think about it is like, we've always talked about this in terms of it being a lifesaver for you, but yeah. that's the reason to do is to save your, to literally yeah. save your life. And now it's kind of like the world was like, let's raise the stakes on that claim. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you really want it? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
do you know that was even something so <laughs> one of the things that i want to do there's uh not very far and and where i graduated from college uh they have a forensic anthropology program and and mm -hmm. i want to donate my body to the body farm and mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is so morbid for most people but anyway um <laughs> and what if i get this am i going to be able to donate my body to the body farm you know i mean oh, like even yeah. that thoughts entered my head because that's a contagious disease and yeah blah, blah, but blah. if they <laughs> i think if they just let you sit sit there for a little bit i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't know. know i don't either that's an interesting like, question i even went on their website to see if they'd addressed it they had not they probably <laughs> don't have an answer they probably don't have i don't an know i yeah i mean at the point that i looked it up it was probably too new for them to really yeah understand but yeah like i don't know you know it's just like i don't know how this is all gonna affect me or if it is you know age wise i'm in the age group that i think we're 99 percent, you know safe yeah they yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know me. I find comfort in numbers. Yeah, I, I, do. I just keep I seeing like numbers. numbers all the time. I, you know, I. Hmm. I like, like my charts and my graphs, <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen some very comforting charts and graphs. Well, that's uh, good. Based on China and Italy, but you know, but like I say, I do have these mitigating factors, and I've yet to find a chart that includes mitigating factors in it or mm. that highlights you know yeah i have found the data sets to be sorely lacking in any legitimate data collection because you know like you could uh, it, south korea's data collection was much better you could yeah. find more than them but uh but for whatever reason we just keep looking at italy i you know i think a lot of it is just because it's a western country yeah i, I think that, that might be true but south korea was like we are going to literally test the entire population <laughs> yeah <laughs> no and, and that's why they have so many cases but so few deaths considering how many cases it's because they right tested. right well and then yeah and that was so disconcerting where it seemed like the best way to keep our cases low was just to not test anybody. <laughs> yeah, that is a great way to make sure that your data set reflects what you want it to. <laughs> well, I mean, and so now they're just like pulling back going, yeah, no test for you. And, you know, I get that they need to save the testing for the health, you know, the people on the front lines, because the people on the front lines need to be pulled back if they have, like, I get, I get the thinking but it's disconcerting to know that you know you could be <laughs> like you know like my nephew for instance is still he's he works he's going around to power plants working on equipment mm -hmm. at power plants and he was in new orleans a little over a week ago and he was just like yeah apparently there's like 70 cases right where i was and i'm like you know, is that wise that you're still out and about in population? And he's like, eh, if I get it, I get it. And I'm like, it's not you. It's if you give it to someone that can't, <laughs> you know, like you are likely to be okay. Yeah. And, you know, so even now there's like people that just still don't get it. And, you know, well, yeah, they had but... a party at work for St. Patrick's Day. Like, Ugh, they had a party. Bless. 
Bless. with food in a conference room and maybe it doesn't survive that much on food but is it really wise to like no but it does encourage well if it, I, it, I, I if it survives on a cardboard box for 24 <laughs> hours it survives on food well but it, food is hot usually um and it doesn't like heat <laughs> but um so that kind of is you know that's a pro but then by the same token um you know, in order to get the food, you've got a lot of people piled into a conference room. Is that really the wisest message you want to be sending right now? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the, the idea of containment, that ship has sailed. So to I me, it's, so too. yeah, to me, I, I'm like at this stage of the game, it's literally test all the people, develop a home kit, everybody gets tested and then yeah. that you know who to isolate and in what way but that's you know it's a little more expensive um and then you hear things that are particularly frustrating about that that i don't know if they're true or false right but one of those things was that the president of our country wanted to develop our own test rather than receive a significant number of tests from the world health health organization to begin testing immediately several weeks ago and right. so our president was like, no, we're definitely not going to start testing everybody until we develop our own test, which is a bunch of wasted time. And, yeah. um, you know, there are arguments in favor and against that decision. Um, but, you know, theoretically, if we started testing people really fast and early, could have contained it a lot better in Seattle, for example. Yeah, you, what's done is done. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. Well, hey, this has been an uplifting, fun, <laughs> and now for improv games. No, now let's play an improv game. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, here's what I here's what I think. I think, um, you know. Is this something people want to listen to? I don't know. Probably this episode, who, I don't know who's going to listen to it because five years from now, somebody is going to catch it and they're going to be like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But here's what I also know that if what your focus is supposed to be on is losing weight and then the world starts to feel like it's falling in around you, it's got to be hard to focus on that. But I guess my point is, as I'm thinking out loud and making partial thoughts become reality with words, um, I guess my point is that if the world's coming crashing down, you might as well focus on whatever you want. And why not have it be your health? Yeah, and I think it might be important, honestly. I wonder if there's a diet that helps you boost your immune system. You should Google it. And <laughs> I think I'll try to find one. <laughs> Google immune. I guarantee you, there's more than one. Make a list of immune boosting diets, and that could be our focus for the next four weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and of course, listeners, if you happen to know of a really great immune boosting diet, let us know. And thanks for listening. We know that it's a really strange time and we appreciate you tuning in during all of this weirdness. And since everybody's connecting more and, and wanting to get to know their neighbors and stuff, hey, maybe drop us a line. Yeah. Uh, you can email us at 
positiveimpact at gmail.com. Yep. Or connect with us uh, on Instagram at positive impact. impact oh peace positive impact. impact yeah i think it's positive impact <laughs> i think the only peace impact is twitter which i haven't even logged into since i created yeah. the account don't tweet at us we are not twittering <laughs> um if you if you and if you put something on instagram I, i'll see it i i honestly haven't been active uh on instagram but i will say that we were having we had a problem with our last episode and uh, thank you, kind listener, who let us know that the episode was only out there 18 seconds and not the really long one it was. And um, so because you connected with me, I was able to contact our distributor and get that fixed. So thank you. Yay. Uh, evidence that you are listening. All right. Hey, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in every few weeks. Um, we super appreciate you following this journey and you know what, stay tuned because we think this journey has got more journey to journey. Hopefully. <laughs> well, I mean, ultimately that's up to you. Well, you know, it may not be. <laughs> Cue music. <laughs> in my head uh it started up with carry on my way with <laughs> don't you got no <laughs> 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 <laughs>